In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to the DSM Book Festival. We're so excited to have you all joining us today. My name's Colleen. I'm with the DSM Book Festival, and I am live at the Meredith Classroom on the DSM Book Festival site, which is at Capitol Square. We're excited to be offering a hybrid event this year with both in-person and online opportunities uh, happening over the next four weeks. So be sure to check out our website, dsmbookfestival.com. And if you're posting on social media, use the hashtag DSM Book Festival and, or follow the hashtag and you can find all the great things that are happening. This is a webinar, so we cannot hear you. Or, and so please use the chat if you want to communicate um, any questions or comments. I know there's a lot of questions that'll be, that have been coming in for Broads and Books. Um, as we get started today, I just want to take a quick moment to thank our festival sponsors. This group has been awesome with us over the last two years as we've worked uh, to produce last year's festival that didn't quite happen and now finally coming into fruition after a lot of hard work. So thank you to all of our sponsors for making this possible and bringing us to this point today. We are thrilled to have Broads and Books kicking off our DSM Book Festival 2021, hosted this morning by Amy and Aaron, the two broads who love books just as much as they love embarrassing stories and crackpot business ideas. Right, ladies? That's right. Uh, so they, know they, it. they have a theme and they discuss novels and book genres. So if you have been following them, uh, this is going to be a real treat for you. If, you. if this is new to you, you're going to love this. This is a great way to kick off our festival. And Today, they're really going to be talking about all the authors uh, that are coming up in the festival and in our Prairie Meadows author series. So 
without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Amy and Erin. Welcome, ladies. Excellent. Well, welcome, everyone, and welcome to the Des Moines Book Fest. Uh, yeah. This has been a while coming, Erin. It has. We like were supposed to, like a yeah, two, year. two years. Okay. We were supposed okay. to be live and in person last year, and then things happened. So Things here we are happened and we're very excited to be here. Yes. Um, as Colleen said, uh, we've got four Saturdays packed full of virtual events. And yeah, Aaron, tell us a little bit what we're going to do today. Well, first off, we're so excited that we get to kick off this huge literary festival. That's so exciting for us, but so exciting for you because you guys get to meet us in person. So if you're that's longtime exciting. listeners, yeah. These are our faces. This is how we so look. This is it. This Hopefully, is where we're at. this is, you know, I was thinking last night about when we were kids and you would listen to the radio and then you would see mm. a DJ in person and it was, and it was such disappointing. A dis- <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> so here it is. Hopefully we're not a disappointment. And if we are, keep it to yourself. There you go. So <laughs> you're going to meet us. You're going to have a little bit of story time. Um, as you know from our podcast, we're going to talk about the authors that are at the Des Moines Book Festival and their books, which we love. We've already love. recommended in previous episodes. Indeed, we have. That's how much we love these people. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of Q&A. We got some great questions ahead of time. And and there's a very special announcement. Very special. End. Like very high special. level specialness beyond. Like this special. is here and this level is next level. So you can't yeah. see it, but it's up there. It's up here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, thought we would introduce ourselves a little bit, especially for those of you who might be new to us. So who are we? What is this thing? I want to introduce you to Erin. This is Erin. She's <laughs> the funniest damn person you're ever going to meet. And kind. part of that is because she attracts weirdos and weird situations mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you cannot believe. Mm-hmm. And we use that for comedic gold yeah. in our podcast. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Here's some other things to know about her. She and her husband own a small business and have four kids. Mm-hmm. So there's some busyness, mm-hmm. but she handles it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a deep and abiding love for Keith Morrison, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> which translates to some very strange Instagram accounts to some social stuff. So there's that you, you love some Keith, you love some true crime. You love some reality. I really, we really do this podcast so that I can, I can work on my Fully. dream of meeting Keith Morrison. That's really going to happen. It's fully yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also has strong opinions about snacks. I do. You know, your your love for snacks, it changes over time. It ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. But the idea of snacks is always a love for you. Always going to be a love. Yes. And also, you know, you're continually planning crimes on our (laughs) podcast, which is probably going to get her in trouble someday. But in the meantime, it's our it's for all of our enjoyment. Mm -hmm. I don't take any of it back. I stand behind (laughs) all of it. (laughs) Well, this is Amy. And some things that you need to know about Amy. If you listen to our podcast, you know that it's full of Easter eggs about Amy's favorite person in the whole wide world, David Bowie. And can I say he was on the radio this morning when I drove over here? Oh, that's a good sign. I mean, I don't believe in signs, but if that was a sign, that's That's a a sign. sign. That's a good sign. Um, She's a vegan and she's the worst vegan I know. I'm not good. And I mean that, that she doesn't even like vegetables. So I'm not sure what she's doing except eating a lot of accidentally vegan food. Yes. Which benefits me. And we're talking Oreos. Oh, yeah. Reese's Pieces. Those things. The things that not have no tomatoes. nutritional value. <laughs> not carrots. <laughs> not anything. Um, she's my own personal ID. IMDB <laughs> internet movie data. <laughs> it was like ID on your ID. No, I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. She knows more about movies and the people in them than anyone I've it's ever met. It's an illness and it's a gift at the it's same great. time. Yeah. She's a riot girl from way back. Oh, 
she introduced me to big acai. Oh my God. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. That's all on you. She gets all of my jokes, which was enough to keep her around forever. That's why we started a podcast. Yeah, Yeah. honestly. And (laughs) she does all of this, a full-time job and, and she used all those digits to write (laughs) a book that she has coming out in October. So that's how I write it. Just like this, like a Muppet on a piano. Yes, exactly. And it turned out to be something great that's coming out in October. (laughs) You would think it wouldn't with that typing, but hopefully it's good. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Erin. Yeah. Well, now that you know a little bit about us, uh, let us talk you through a normal episode and what we do. So every week we choose a theme. And for a while now, we've been choosing themes based on songs because A, we've got a large memory mm-hmm. of often terrible songs terrible. and we need to use that. Mm-hmm. And also it gives us a, a theme idea. So we choose that. And then like a couple of weeks ago, we chose the theme Obsession, which came from the seminal 80s band and emotion. It did. Yeah. And the theme was then Obsession. We chose two novels, one each based on that theme. We talked about it a little bit. Then we chose two other genre books uh, about that theme, whether it was memoirs, true crime, graphic novels, nonfiction of any kind. Then we add it all together with two pop culture picks. Yes. That could be movies, TV, HBO Max, which Aaron loves with a passion that may be more than she loves her husband. Would you say that? (laughs) Listen, I am working really hard to get us some sponsorship dollars. And I appreciate They're that not work. biting. Yet. They're not biting, but, but we're still putting it out in the universe and just hoping that the universe will somehow direct yeah. HBO What's Max What's that to book, us. The Secret? I'm yes. just putting it just out putting there. It out it's going to come back. It's going to yep. help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also in our episodes, if you listen, you know, we go on some tangents. You probably noticed oh that already. Yeah. Um, but the other great thing is that we have managed to get some amazing authors to agree to talk to us in the Broads Talk Books With series. So that's been... It's been amazing. And I yeah. still don't quite understand why, but we're, we're making we're it We're doing work. it. It's we're fantastic. It. So yeah. today you're going to get a condensed version of that where we're going to talk about the authors that are here. That's the theme for today is yeah. the Des Moines Book Fest authors. And another thing you may notice if you've been listening for a while or if you're new to us, you may need to know there are podcasts. Yes. Yes. There are three mm-hmm. cats mm-hmm. who make appearances in our recordings very often because yes. we've tried to uh, uh, lock them out of the studio and that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They use their their heads as battering rams to get inside. Yes. And that it's not great. So what we've got, <laughs> <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, you see pictures, too. We've mm-hmm. got uh, two senior ladies who are 20 pounds each mm-hmm. by the names of Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. We've also got a tiny little kitten, no longer tiny, but a no, kitten, no, a no. little boy mm-hmm. that f- was formerly feral. And I'm trying to teach him about toxic masculinity. It's not going well. No, he's not a good pupil. He's not a good no, pupil. And not. the one, when I give him a lesson, he then goes on to ride Thelma like a horse. <laughs> it's not, it's a beautiful image that I share with all of you. Yeah. But it's not helpful. It makes for great socials. It's just not a great <laughs> recording environment. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Especially, I forgot to mention, Aaron's deathly allergic to cats. Yeah. So, you know, of course, the cats want to get all on you. Mm-hmm. Get up mm-hmm. in your face. I don't think any of them are actively trying to murder me like the former podcast. Oh, I don't know. It'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing we want to mention is that we're legit. I don't know if you realize this, but we're like legit. Too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. We have a website. And if you go to that website, 
That's the definition of legit. That's the definition of legit. Okay. If you go to the website, you can get all of our picks in one nice list. It's curated for you because you become a VIP when you sign up. VIP. Because we want everyone to be a VIP. Yeah. We want everyone to feel that. You know it. Golden champagne. I didn't know where you were going with that, but okay, great. Well, we thought we'd start by telling you a great memory we have of a literary event we attended oh, together. Oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. This was what, a couple years ago, Aaron? Yeah, it's 20, be 2018, perhaps? I think, prior, no, prior before to that, that, I think it was like okay. 17, 16 in those This is years. still early in our friendship, mm-hmm. and we're telling this story in part because we reference it a lot. What's the name of the story, Aaron? This is the story of Heavesgate. <laughs> Heavesgate. Mm-hmm. So let us set the stage. We are in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. We found a terrific literary event happening at the Englert Theater in Iowa City, yes. which is an hour and a half away. That was going to have Roxanne Gay, mm-hmm. Amber Tamblin, mm-hmm. and Carrie Brownstein. Mm-hmm. Now, Carrie Brownstein got uh, replaced at the last minute, but we were still psyched. Mm-hmm. So Aaron and I decide, let's test this fledgling relationship. <laughs> let's drive on over for a dinner and a show. <laughs> And Amy kindly volunteered to drive, which is important to this story later. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. decision she'll regret for sure. I, I mean, it, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so we were very excited about this and we had a lovely dinner mm-hmm. and we went on over to the Englert Theater, getting excited for mm-hmm. Roxanne Gay and Amber Tamblin. Mm-hmm. And as we sit down, Aaron's tum-tum tells her something's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have what we would call a, a sensitive tummy. <laughs> Is that what we would call it? <laughs> That's okay. the medical term. Okay. Good. It's a it's yeah. a little uh yeah, it doesn't like a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And that day something it didn't like. It was saying no. abort. No. Just get it all out. It was not good. Yeah. Let's just say I didn't get to see Roxanne Gay. <laughs> I saw the inside of the Inglert Theater bathroom for the almost the entirety. Almost the Indeed, I was enjoying myself, but also knowing, oh, Aaron's not. That's not a good feeling. No. And this was winter. So I'm in a bathroom where they're just pumping heat in. And I'm also conscious of the fact that I'm getting sick and there's other people coming in. And mm-hmm. so then I'm pausing so that people can't hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't find out till later because this is how good of a friend Amy is. <laughs> I didn't find out until later on this podcast mm-hmm. that on the stage, mm-hmm. Uh, there, Roxanne and Amber were having a lovely conversation. There was a lull in that conversation in which came the loud, loud sound of a very old toilet flushing. And they looked at each other and was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's my girl, Erin. That's, that's her. So I'm telling you, if you're prepared for today, whether you're doing in-person or virtual, it's not going to go like that. It's not going to go like that. You're going to be better off than I was. Yeah. So at that point. We had a choice to make, mm-hmm. and that choice was, do we attempt the drive home? Do we just live here now? Do we live in Iowa City? I thought for a moment I was going to live in the Engler bathroom. Yeah, I yeah. that was going to be a thing. But we decided, nope, we're going to do this. Yep. We're going to mm-hmm. power on through. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at Come and Go for supplies. Mm-hmm. And what were your supplies, Erin? <sighs> Saltines. Which was very ambitious, yeah, by the way. Uh, nothing helped. Water. Mm-hmm. Kleenex. Yes. And an industrial size box of trash bags. Yes. Now, <laughs> Amy mentioned that I sometimes track some weird situations. I took these the items time. up to the counter at Come and Go, and I put them on the counter. And the person working the counter's response, looking at my white face, and these items said, oh, somebody's going to party tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
It looks more like a murder is happening tonight, but yeah. that's, that's what fine. parties yeah. do you go to that you take saltines? Because that <laughs> and is- trash bags. Are you? I don't think he's getting invited back. I don't think. I don't know if he'd ever been to a party. Imagine being at a party and someone walks in with saltines and trash bags. <laughs> like that's a red flag. I'm out. I'm like that. We need to leave. This is like, not going to end is, well. This is this is a true crime start yeah. of the story. And who yeah. wants saltines outside of me? No being one sick? wants saltines. No. But he was like, "You're going to buy." And I was like, "No, read the room. Yeah, read the room. I'm Take not- my money. I got to get out of here before I vomit on the counter." Yeah. And then- so then we got in the car, and for an hour and a half, every few minutes. Aaron would heave, hence the name heaves gate mm-hmm. into a trash bag, roll up the trash bag, put it into another trash bag. She was very conscious of not messing up my car, mm-hmm. which was lovely. But at that point I was like, we got, oh, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We got to get home. Yeah. And this is why we're telling this story is because if you find a friend that is willing to <laughs> awkwardly pat your back. <laughs> And then turn up the radio ever so slightly when you're heaving and then turn it back down to ask if you're okay. <laughs> you should either a marry that person. And I was already married. Yeah. So, so it couldn't happen. The next thing that we had to do was start a podcast. Yeah. That was it, it was in fact, just a few months after that, I think that yeah. you came up with the idea for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it happened. And yeah, all I kept thinking was we're going to blow past, blow past some speed limits. Yeah. And we got cause for that. And finally, when we made it to Des Moines, the one last kicker is we drive up. If you're in Des Moines, you know, Southeast 14th is a fairly busy street. Mm-hmm. We pull up to a stoplight. The people in the car next to us look over at which Aaron has another. <laughs> and they did they laugh? Is that what they did? It was a good they had a good guffaw <laughs> on my behalf. And I thought, actually, the come and go guy was right. This is a party. This is a party. It looked like a party. It looked like I had a great night. I did not. I did not have a good <laughs> night at all. Oh, my goodness. So if you've ever heard us mention Heavesgate mm-hmm. within the context of an episode, that's the whole story. Yeah, I hadn't heard thing. it before. I know. Yeah. It's what brought us together. It's what brought this podcast into being. Mm-hmm. And it was all based on a literary event. So we feel confident that your experience at the Des Moines Book Fest will be so much better. Yeah, it can't. And <laughs> you can only hope to get a best friend <laughs> that will drive you when you're at your worst moment, <laughs> at your worst moment. And just say, oh, that sounded bad. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. did say that a lot. That sounded bad. Yeah. It's bad over here. It's real bad. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> Don't look at me. Oh, I'm hideous. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, with that in mind, mm-hmm. we'll- go into our theme yeah. for this week, mm-hmm. which is the headlining authors at the Des Moines Book Festival. Yes. If I, I am sure most of you are already signed up, you know, this is a, a terrific lineup, mm-hmm. but we wanted to tell you yes. about some of their books specifically. Yes. Yeah. And luckily we have actually recommended books from all of these authors in different episodes of ours, because mm-hmm. that's how much we love them. So you can imagine our excitement when we heard who's going to be here. Oh boy! And today... Today's headliner is Tayari Jones, Mm. who we recommended in episode 51, For Better or For Worse, her book, Un-American Marriage. And in this book, you have some newlyweds, uh, Celestial and Roy. They're starting their life together. He's like this up and coming. Oh, look at, oh, 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 oh. Is that is that how Vanna does it? Like I, I think Vanna's job is a lot harder than people yeah. give her credit for because yeah. it's very this awkward. Is, that's this real is, weird. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, so they're starting their life together. He's an up and coming exec. She's a talented artist. And then 
something happens that completely rips the fabric of their life apart. He's accused of a crime that she knows that he didn't commit. And he ends up being sentenced to 12 years in prison for this crime. And so while he's going through those changes, she's on the outside. She's reconnecting with a childhood friend, getting support. And then after five years, his conviction is overturned and they have to figure out how to put this life back together. Have they grown too far apart? Can they make it work? Um, This book is so good. When we talked about it on the podcast, I'm not afraid to admit I sobbed multiple <laughs> times during this book. It's that much of a paid turner. You just get absolutely lost in the story, in uh, the idea of this marriage, of trying to deal with what was in the past, but bringing it forward. And if you change, how do you make that work? Mm-hmm. And I think no matter what, if you're in a relationship, not wherever you are, I think there's so much in this book that you could really connect with. Absolutely. And it sounds like it's almost even more relevant today than when it first came out. Yes. Yeah. Some of the global trauma going on and yeah. you know, all the protests last summer. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she also wrote the silver sparrow, the untelling and leaving Atlanta. So Oof. she's got a list and yeah. she is good. Her sentences are beautiful. <laughs> So where that was going. I know. I'm imagining you today at the 3 p.m. just kind of watching. Yeah, like, like this. Oh, yeah. Just tell us the story. That's yeah. Be so how yeah. it's gonna which be? is which is the benefit of this being virtual this year is that oh, like yeah. there's not you won't they don't have to see my weird this is, face. This is a good point. You know, we were supposed to do this last year mm-hmm. and we would have gone to all the headliners and had weird faces and scared yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. And then we would have never been invited back. <laughs> never. They'd be like, that was a mistake. I'm so sorry. They went off the rails. It's not our fault. We did not anticipate the semi-stalking that started happening in the halls we of the We thought they were fest. joking. Yeah. No, they were not joking. No, no. we don't joke about that. <laughs> we don't joke about books. <laughs> it's our job. <laughs> well, yeah. However yeah. you loosely define that. Mm-hmm. Um, so another oh. amazing author coming is Laura Prescott, and she will be having her session on April 10th. And look at that beauty. It's glorious. Look at the inside. Oh, yeah. We got to yeah. show you this. this. Look at the money the publisher spent phenomenal. on this book. Look at that. The cover inside the book jacket. Have you ever seen anything it's like that? It's beautiful. It's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it made me just want to sort of hold it and mm-hmm. not like, yeah. Yeah. So her book is called The Secrets We Kept. And I talked about this book in episode 52, uh, I Can Do Better. And the theme there was, you know, women kind of behind the scenes who were doing the actual work of organizations, uh, people, whatever. So a quick overview of this amazing book. It's set in Washington, D.C. and Russia from 1949 to 1961. And there's a number of different stories within related to the Russian author Boris Pasternak, um, concentrating on the period in which he was sort of struggling to get his major book, Dr. Zhivago, published. And it all sounds very manly, very male-oriented because the CIA is involved and it's the Cold War. But the beauty of this is it's all from the perspective of women, which is fantastic. So we hear from Pasternak's mistress in Muse in Moscow. We hear from a Russian CIA agent. We hear from an entire secretarial pool who were mostly comprised of former OSS agents who were like after the war, just sort of sentenced, sit behind a desk because you're a lady and you can't do you're this. A lady. You're a lady. You you're can't do this lady. girl work or this guy work. Excuse me. And they're doing the real work of the agency, mm-hmm. of course. And at the same time, two of the women that we're reading about are being persecuted as well because they are in love with one another. And this is a time of when they were uh, Hoover was trying to root out 
uh, gay and lesbians from the workforce. So all of these women converge in this crazy sounding plot. And it's totally true, by the way, where the CIA was trying to get Dr. Zhivago published. And I loved it for the women's perspective. I loved the writing. I loved the cover. Hello. That was. I also loved that this is a true story and that the CIA saw the power of books. They saw the power of this uh, specific book to maybe open up Russians' minds and see that uh, communism may not be serving them as well as they they want it to. So it was, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be wonderful. I know how much you connected to that book. And that theme it. was a fun one where we just talked about. That was a great theme. Woman, I women, do say so myself. Women We've had doing better. <laughs> We're good at this. Oh my gosh. So legit. Should have given us a podcast. <laughs> we gave ourselves a podcast, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, we did. Um, the next author that's going to be there, Chuck Klosterman. And I Ooh. recommended his book, I Wear the Black Hat, Grappling with Villains Real and Imagined, in episode 18 called Church Giggles. Another fine, fine, fine theme. theme. Which, if you're unsure what church giggles are, they're yeah, how'd you when you're that? laughing, but you're not supposed to be. Which also came from our brothers, I think. Yeah. And how they had the, the tendency to, um, yeah, laugh when you're not supposed to, such as at funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? <laughs> Right, 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 right. So this is his book that was published in 2013. Um, but he's got some more recent ones, uh, Lost in Captivity, But What If We're Wrong? This is another one of his fine books. This book that I recommended is a collection of essays that explore why we're taught to root for the good guys when we're actually kind of creating the bad guys, mm-hmm. whether that's through trauma or making outcasts, casting judgment. Um, he explores his own personal story of why he liked Han Solo when he was younger, but he actually connects with Darth Han Vader. Solo. Han Solo. Did I say Hans? Yes, you did. Oh, God. Aaron, oh, man. we talked about this. this. You guys just witnessed the end of our podcast because <laughs> I just said that wrong. This is around the time you said it was laser swords <laughs> when it was lightsabers. And I about had to end this whole thing. Yeah. That's a difference between Amy and I is that she's a (laughs) Star Wars fan and I am not. In fact, (laughs) this week I was watching comfort movies and it was Star Wars. Yes. Yes, that's true. So So I apologize to our Star Wars fan base. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other thing that he talked about is why we don't see Batman and Bernard Getz the same way. If you don't remember Bernard Getz, he famously shot four people. Uh, in New York in the 80s when they tried to rob him on a subway. So kind of a similar Batman origin story. He's got a really sharp sense of humor that is really entertaining, but it's also the best kind because he's very thought-provoking in all of his essays. So seeing him It's going to be terrific. Yeah, I've never had that opportunity before, and I'm so excited. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he... If he reads what he's going to yeah, read, what he's yeah. going to talk about. I imagine he's got some good stories. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Heavesgate, but some good stories. I mean, Heavesgate wins. All the stories, Obviously. all of them, all of the stories. He's got a ton of other books, Sex, Drugs and Cocoa Puffs, Raised in Captivity. But what if we're wrong? Fargo, Rock City, among a bunch of others. So mm-hmm. get into him. I don't I don't know if we mentioned that. We probably should have sent out something that you should have saved a lot of money for today. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're going to want to buy a lot of books. Yeah. This should have been like, you know, when you got your tax return, if you got your tax return, you should have just earmarked it for yeah. this festival yeah. because yeah. we got things. We got checklists of things for you to buy. Yes. 
And that includes these books, all these books. You're going to go into a book hole and be like, I need all of these things. I can't live without any of these books. (laughs) And thankfully Beaverdale books is there to provide. You know it. Yeah. You know it. Who's the last one? Excellent. Oh boy. Oh boy. So the last author on April 17th, when we found out she was coming to, to last year's uh, schedule, uh, Aaron, how'd you feel about that? I had a moment, mm-hmm. um, an out-of-body experience where I saw stars yeah. and then I was like, oh, play it cool. <laughs> play it cool, Aaron. Bring it back in. Because we were actually speaking with- We were speaking with Colleen yeah. and we were like, we got to make a good impression and this is not happening. And I with, was like, fix your yeah. face, fix your face. But I was so excited to hear that Taylor Jenkins read this Yeah. Yes. Which is so exciting. So Aaron, you've picked two of her books in past episodes because mm-hmm. they're that good. And because of the way that Aaron talked about them, I read them and then became obsessed as well. Mm-hmm. So first one, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. This, uh, you picked this for our very first episode. Very first. That's why she's near. I mean, she's yeah. in our very first she's episode. Very first one. She did our first episode with us. That's not, how not that she really. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever she wasn't really to, there, but fine. you tell yourself whatever you need to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I became a fan mm-hmm. because you mentioned that in the way that you talked about it. And so briefly, that book is about an iconic movie star who, once she's older, she wants to finally tell her real full story. Mm-hmm. But she chooses this unknown writer to do it, which kind of sends the uh, the media world into a, into a tizzy mm-hmm. because they're like, who is this lady? Why does she get to tell the story of Evelyn Hugo, who's been famous through the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s on? Mm-hmm. And then through their conversation, we get the dirt. Evelyn's rise to fame, her seven husbands, count them, seven husbands. Seven husbands. And isn't it cool? Like you mentioned too, the structure of the book was so cool because it's centered around each of those seven husbands. Each of the seven husbands, Yeah. yeah. And also this major secret that she's been keeping all these years. Uh, And the way that uh, Reed ties all of these together, this old Hollywood story with this new reporter and why they're connected, it's such a cool story. And it's so gripping. I probably read that in a couple of days. Yeah, that was amazing. That was propulsive for sure. But not just that one. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You also recommended. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Merch. (laughs) Daisy Jones and the Six. You recommended that in our episode mm-hmm. 24. What are you doing with the cover? Then? Oh, just sorry. With I was okay. like, just. <laughs> that awkward? Thanks You're really good at this. <laughs> You're really good at this. I think I'm going to get tapped to be a hand model after this. <laughs> Forget the podcast. I'm going prime time. <laughs> Especially with the nails that you got. Oh, and that, yeah, that like you mentioned. That? And, yeah. Uh-huh. Look at that. <laughs> this is. Off point. That's so good. Off point. <laughs> oh boy. So you recommended this book I did. in episode 24 mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And this book too, I read it and was obsessed. I mean, I'm obsessed with music and the way this yes. is told, it's told as an oral history mm-hmm. of this iconic, you know, 70s band that was told so it felt so real that you and I both, when we were reading, we're like, oh, let's go check it out. Let's go look up the music and let's go do this. Yes. And realize, oh no. This is fake. This, this is fiction. fictional. Yeah. This is a novel. This is not real. Afterwards, I was like, oh, I'm going to Google where the band is. And I was like, <laughs> ah, that's okay. <laughs> I got too far. That's too, too far. far. But that's how amazing she writes this. Yeah. Is, you know, she's Get writing lost. about each of these songs and their creations in a way that you really want to hear it. You want to hear like yeah. how this goes. Yeah. Yes. So Daisy is this young girl in LA in the late sixties and she has an amazing voice and she's beautiful. And she hooks up with this up and coming band called the six. 
So then we get this all access pass to the history of this iconic band with all sorts of drama in and out of the studio. And if you know a few certain 70s bands, you're going to see some parallels Mm -hmm. to what we know and and speculate about that. Mm -hmm. And again, she sort of manages to pull the rug out from under us. There's another uh, little bit of a mystery here Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And when that's revealed, it's one of those things you just don't see coming. And it's so satisfying. And yeah, another one that you just tear through and man, so good. I see why you have a, a love, a deep and abiding love. I do for this author. And she has another book coming out in oh. like a month. And I mean, come on. It's called Again, Malibu Rising. It's another item for your checklist. Yeah. Of things to buy. You should probably pre-order that because <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do is pre-order a book and then you get it on the day that it comes out. What? That feels so good. It feels legit. Too legit to quit. It feels real fancy. Yeah. I don't know why I keep going on hammer, but I know. he's been in my head lately. I don't know why. That's concerning. <laughs> that is concerning. I don't concerning. know where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the headlining authors you're going to yes. see over the next four weeks. And, you know, like we mentioned, we've talked about them in past episodes. And mm-hmm. if you sign up at our website and get the full VIP list that Aaron was mentioning, you can look up all of those books books and then listen to the episodes if yes. you'd like. And you can still register for those other authors that aren't today, which would be your Laura Prescott, mm-hmm. Chuck Klosterman, Taylor Jenkins Reid. You go yep. to the Des Moines Book Fest. You can register for all that stuff. You'll get links just like you did today mm-hmm. to be able to view it and enjoy that. I, I can't wait to see Taylor Jenkins Reid either. I know. Like I just her stories. And about even better writing. when you're wearing sweatpants. Right. And you don't have to go anywhere. And I, I won't have to control myself to of like throwing myself on the stage. Yeah. Cause even if you get real close to the camera, like it'll be creepy, but it won't be fully <laughs> creepy. You know, it'll be like, like uh... yeah, she can, she can control that. Whereas if we were in person, <laughs> she'd be like, Oh, okay. Oh dear. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Then I become her weird fan interaction. She tells everyone like, Oh, I went to the Des Moines book fest. And this lady. <laughs> there was this oh my real weird lady. It went not weird. Leave. It went weird. Yeah. That's... She didn't even ask for an autograph. She just stood there with her mouth open. <laughs> That would be really upsetting. It's so upsetting. <laughs> oh boy. So Aaron, mm-hmm. we got some questions. We sure did. From readers. Mm-hmm. And we thought we would share them with you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've been listening to uh, regular episodes, you know that we often ask each other questions at the beginning of episodes. We thought that we would save it a little bit for later in the episode this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and this is often where we find things out about each other. Yes. And, and things that we believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Mm-hmm. So Aaron... I've got a question for you. Yeah. We get this a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. How has, since we've been doing this podcast mm-hmm. for two years now, mm-hmm. it was March of 2019 when we launched it. Um, how was your reading changed since we've launched this? You know, it changed in a couple ways and it keeps evolving, I think. Um, first, one of the things that we get a lot is people think that we read the books that we recommend within that week. And Amy and I always like to say no. We've been training for this our entire lives. Mm-hmm. We have a long back catalog that we call call from. So mm-hmm. sometimes we could be recommending a book that we read 10 years ago, or it could be a book we read last week. It yeah. just depends. Yeah. But in terms of the amount that we read and at the rate, I found that as we've started this, if I'm getting into a book and I think, yeah, I don't, I don't love this, or I don't think I would bring this to the podcast, or I don't really know that I would recommend this to someone else, mm-hmm. I abandon, which never used to be the way I was. I was like, I was a finisher. Like I start, I'm going to finish. And that's the way that it is. And so I've done that a lot more, Mm -hmm. but then it evolved again through the pandemic when it was 
there were times when it was a little bit hard to read. And we've talked to a lot yes. of authors that have said that yes. as well. Which felt very validating to yes. know that it wasn't just us. And yeah. we've heard that from listeners too, that they're reading like during that time kind of up and down. You had so mm-hmm. much going on. So I've noticed that I'm now if I abandon a book, I just set it aside and decide maybe I just wasn't in the right mood and I want to come back to it later. Which is very gracious of you. Yes. I get myself into hole because I get so many library books at once, <laughs> which I love so much. I love going to the Des Moines Public Library and getting all the books. However, there is a three-week period in which to read those books. Yeah. You I get myself, yeah, I get myself in situations where it's just not going to happen. That combined with the sense of like, yeah, I, I can't finish these books if I'm not totally in love with it because, mm-hmm. you know, we got, we got a platform now. Yes. We got to talk about these books. And you know, something that comes up is sometimes uh, listeners will say to us, oh, like keeping up with your podcast. Like I couldn't keep up with all those recommendations. And we feel that pain because Amy oh, brings God. stuff that I want to read, but she's already recommended it. So it goes to the bottom of the pile uh-huh. because I got to read something new. I got to keep you interested. Got to keep you interested. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, when I mentioned that you had talked about Taylor Jenkins read mm-hmm. and her books, that was early in the podcast. So I was like, this is fine. I'm going to read her books. It's great. Yeah. Now 80 some episodes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to Nope. Just got to power through gotta cut power on. Right off. Yeah. Another question that we get sometimes, Amy, is do you think that there are some genres that are better than others? Or do you prefer some genres more than others? I love this question because a, we get it. Uh, quite a bit. And we've talked to some authors about it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's sort of, we get the sense that some people, you know, almost feel guilty about reading certain things yeah, or there's some sort of guilt put upon them Mm -hmm. by the industry, by how books are marketed, whether it's women's fiction or romance or mysteries or thrillers, beach reads, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I will say that when I was younger, I would stay away from all of that stuff because Mm -hmm. I kind of fell prey to the the way that publishers marketed it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is no, 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 this I'm too, no, I'm going to read the highbrow stuff. I'm going to read the classics. A, as I got older, I was like, that, come on now, stop that. Mm-mm. You don't like a lot of those. Mm-mm. And also, I, as part of this podcast, I've been turned on to so many different kinds of books from different genres mm-hmm. that I would maybe never have read before. For example, I didn't read a lot of nonfiction. I didn't read a lot of true crime. I didn't read a lot of memoir before we started doing this. But since we had set up this pattern or this structure of where we wanted to talk about other genre books every week, I was like, oh, I got to up my game. I got to read some of this. And then I realized, oh my God, I've been missing out, missing out so hard. So I think the long answer to the question (laughs) is that no, I I think that all genres read whatever you want. Mm -hmm. We want you to read. It doesn't matter, you know, what genre it is. Mm -mm. Doesn't matter if you've read classics or not. And in fact, we've talked about how sometimes the books that they give us as teenagers in school is a major disservice, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked to authors about that too, that maybe that put an obstacle in your reading life because you thought, well, this isn't for me. I don't get it at all. And that's really what we wanted to do with the podcast. And that's why we love events like the Des Moines Book Fest, because it's really making reading accessible. It's making books accessible. Find what you love, read it, and who cares what anybody thinks? Yep. Just read. Just 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 read read a book. book. Read a book. Come on. <laughs> Another oh, question boy. that we get. Oh, yeah. Because we've been so lucky to talk to so many authors. Oh, my goodness. Who was one of the authors that you were the most excited to talk about? I've been thinking with? about this a lot. Yeah. Because I think every time we've talked to some amazing authors, and mm-hmm. every time I go in with like, 
a little yeah. excited, a little like, oh my God, yeah. they're actually talking to us. This is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have to say I've probably been most excited when we talked to Mona Watt. Oh, yeah. When we talked to Alex Marzano Lesnovich. Oh, yeah. You got real excited for that one too. Yeah, that one I you did. Were, yeah. I fangirled out pretty hard oh, on yeah. that one. Andrea Lawler, mm-hmm. so excited. Melissa Falavano recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in that one, my fangirl came out real hard and I couldn't really contain that. And Carter Sickles, actually, both yes, of them. Yes, I forgot about. Yeah. They, oh, mm-hmm. boy. Carter Sickles started talking about Bowie and I was like, oh, no, it's yeah. done. And I just said, I'm going to go and you guys can finish. <laughs> this and I'll come back in like an hour, hour and a half. What do you think? And Carter was like, please don't leave. Don't, don't leave me with her. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Aaron? Um, one that I remember really specifically was at the beginning and that was Angie Kim. Oh yeah. And I really enjoyed her book and she was so gracious when she talked to us. So fun. Um, that was a great interview. I love Julia Phillips. That was phenomenal. A, yeah, yeah. Terrific interview. Um, so those are some that I remember and being really excited. Like you said, mm-hmm. Alex Marzano, Lesnovich, uh, Nana Kwame, Ajay Brenya. Yes. He was amazing. Yes. He was so funny too, because he was talking about things like that. They were normal. Like he's yes, like going to the national book awards and like meeting so-and-so and we're like, yeah, no, 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 you're at an upper echelon, buddy. Yeah, that's yeah, a different level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like go to the grocery store and that's it. And we walk into that grocery <laughs> store and we strut. Yeah. Let me tell you, we browse target. So can you beat that? <laughs> One of the things that we've loved too about our author conversations is the surprising things that they love for pop culture. Yes. Uh, I remember uh, Julia Phillips was very excited about the Frozen soundtrack, mm-hmm. which if you've read Disappearing Earth, her book, I wouldn't have called that one. No. And it was it was such a delight to hear that. We talked delight. to Celia Lasky, who wrote Under the Rainbow, mm-hmm. and she waxed poetic about Taco Bell, the quesarita. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see at that all. coming. No. And it was very exciting it to be able to share that with our listeners. And that's what's so great about these kind of events is that... You, as you'll see over the next four Saturdays, when you get to listen to some of your favorite authors and you find out, kind of get to know personal stories and they seem so much more accessible. And it's so interesting to match that with their writing yeah. or their book. Yeah. Super interesting. It's super interesting. Yeah. Super. We sound like super NPR. Super interesting. <laughs> NPR, like super interesting. Super Which interesting. by the way, when we were, you know, a little uh, behind the scenes, when we were setting this up and like talking over our microphones and seeing ourselves for the first time, we're like, oh, we are the NPR ladies. We are the NPR ladies. Talking about, well, I can't say yeah, it on the air. I can't don't say, say it on the I'm not yeah. going to do that. They're not going to invite us back if we say it. <laughs> Well, I mean, we had a short and sweet, short and sweet, sweet, short and sweet episode for you. Now we have a few things we want to mention before Mm -hmm. we let you go, Mm -hmm. probably get out of here in a couple minutes Mm -hmm. and then you've got a long day ahead of you. Yes. But yeah, first we want to thank the book fest for having us because holy buckets, how great was this? So fun. It was. I mean, I'm a little sweaty. I'm so sweaty. Yeah. That's why we're wearing jackets, but (laughs) so fun. So great to be able to kick this off. Also, if you head to our website, because remember, Tip we're type on <laughs> over to that website. <laughs> we're legit with the website. You can listen to episodes and you can get on that VIP list. Get on VIP. the VIP list. You want to be Tippity a VIP. type broadsandbooks.com and you'll find that. Now, we've got, we teased you a little special announcement for you. We did. And now it's time to, to share time. that. We are so legit. We have a store, Erin. Yeah. You can shop. Broads and Books merchandise. Merch. We got some t-shirts. We got some mugs. 
We've got so many goodies. We've got tote bags. We've got masks. We've got hoodies. We've got stickers. We've got postcards. There is a lot of stuff going on on our store. And it's open now. It's open now. We chose the book fest to open it. And here's the great thing. With the book fest, you can also get their merch at the Des Moines book fest online. Or if you liked any of those books, you can come down. Beaverdale books has a spot set up. Yeah, they do. So you can come buy that stuff and look at, they also have, we don't have this. (laughs) We don't have this, but they do. This legit. That's legit. Yeah. Comes with a straw too, by the way, which is super handy. (laughs) Just saying. I'm just saying. Here's another great thing on our website. Yeah, let's hear it. You can pre-order Amy's book from our website. That's me. Look. Right there. You can pre-order it. (laughs) Remember what I said about pre-orders? It comes to you on the day it comes out. It's so great. (laughs) And in the meantime, if you're one of the first few people to pre-order the book, you get a handy little zine. Yeah. With a short story from the collection. Yes. So yeah, my book is called Dig Me Out, Amy Lee Lillard, and you can find it from our shop. Yes. And if you go to her website and sign up, you'll get all of the newsletters and info. I'm assuming there's going to be some literary events. And I think I've been promised like a hype man position. Oh my God. Aaron's going to be my hype man. Yeah. Just walking on in. And yeah, I'm picturing like every boxing movie I've ever seen. And you walk in ahead of me because I've seen a lot of boxing movies. Can we get the microphone that I have to like pull down and be like, no. Yes. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just at Beaverdale Books and you're pulling down a microphone. Yeah. 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 I'm in. I think she'll be fine with it. This is an unpaid position. Are you fine with that? Oh, I assume. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to be paid because then there's expectations. <laughs> I want to take it where it goes. <laughs> so yeah, Aaron's my hype woman mm-hmm. and we're both hyping for Brads and Books. So once yeah. again, that store is open. So open. a quick reminder of what you've got coming up today at 11 a.m. We've got the writing process nonfiction presented by DMAC. At 1 p.m. We've got faux calligra- calligraphy basics, excuse me, presented by the William C. Knapp Charitable Foundation. At 3 p.m., main event, Tiari Jones, presented by the Des Moines Public Library's Avid Series. So good. And at 5 p.m., you got Pride and Prosecco, which is 21 and older, presented by BH Companies. A big, big day. Big day. Big day. And if you missed out on some of these and you want to know what's going on the other Saturdays, Des Moines Book Festival, you go there, you register, you get the links. It's amazing. They've got it all set up and you're good to go. And you can do this every Saturday. Not with, not with us. Not yeah. with us. No, we're but not repeating. No, no, this is a one and done. We can't handle this year. I mean, we'll yeah. come back, but this is a one and done on a Saturday <laughs> in March, to be clear. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I, I yes. hope for our current listeners, it was a joy to see our, our faces. I, I don't know. I, I feel weird saying that. I like it's it was a, a gift. joy. My face yeah, is a gift. No, it's really not. <laughs> and for those of you who are new to us, thank you so much for joining. And we yeah. really look forward to uh, having you join us in the future. Yes. And it, until then, happy reading. up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they're coming out of me, and to me, I am not 
broken. I am the most whole, most real. Cause their despair. Cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. <laughs> because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts. 